Welcome to the Chap Chat Podcast. Each week, you're going to be joined by one of the chaplains here at Joint Base Charleston to hear about different topics concerning spiritual resiliency. Sometimes there will be guests. Sometimes it'll just be a chaplain discussing a topic that's been close to his or her heart over the past week. We hope you find these enjoyable, interesting, and above all useful as you figure out what spiritual resiliency looks like to you. The opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily represent the position of the United States government or the United States Air Force or any other United States DOD entity. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Chat Chat podcast here at Joint Base Charleston. I'm joined today by a very special guest, Airman First Class Grace Tinky. Hi, Grace. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, hopefully they're doing great. Hopefully they're they doing respond. good. They can't yeah, respond. I'm doing um, so, Grace, where are you from? I'm from Macon, Georgia. Macon, Georgia. And um, what is your job in the Air Force? So, I know you wear green pajamas. <laughs> the big green bag. Um, I'm a lead master in the 15th Air Squadron. Um, I absolutely love it, and this is my first base. So. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so, how long have you been here for? I've been here since May. So, in the midst of COVID, so I'm a COVID baby, but I oh, wow. love yeah. this base so far and couldn't be grateful for this place. So. Very cool. So. Not even a year yet. Not even a year. Yeah, weird year to start your Air Force journey. It definitely is. But in another sense, you know, talking about today, this isn't really the beginning of your Air Force journey. Um, so tell us a bit about your story. Yeah, so back in 2013, um, I actually got accepted into the Air Force Academy, and um, I spent a couple months there before I ended up leaving. So that's a big part of, like, who I am because I think that a lot of times, like, we define certain events in our lives as who we are. And, um, you know, I've learned so much since that point in time that, you know, as much as I wish things would have worked out differently because I might be in a very different spot now, um, I wouldn't trade the last few years for anything because I think that everything you go through like teaches you different lessons and it's just all about that perspective and you can't let certain situations break you. You need to let it make you stronger or um, not and I hope everyone chooses the ladder so or the first one of that but yeah I, I um, make it stronger <laughs> or ladder is all not, the hard things but yeah. yeah that's part of a little bit of my um, story so awesome. so you are a runner correct? I am okay mm-hmm. and that played a big part in your story it sounds like it from did. high school and then at the academy and then post academy as well correct cool so why don't you share if you're willing a little bit about that yeah so throughout high school um, I think a lot of people can relate to having like different sports that they loved and they did. So um, I ran in high school and ran in middle school. I started with my dad and I was pretty little, but uh, running was something that I absolutely love and still have a passion for. Um, Throughout high school, going into my junior, senior year, I ended up breaking my heel. And that was a really difficult moment because I was at the time we were trying to like get scholarships and, you know, go to college and all that. And when you have a like year-long injury like that, like it kind of takes away a lot of options too. So it can get really frustrating when that's a big part of like your you know future deciding, and also like you don't get to run, and that's was really difficult. Um, luckily, I ended up like being able to run again and went to run the Boston Marathon 5K, and then run as a ghost runner in the marathon with a couple of our friends in the Big and Tracks Running Club. And what is a ghost? Sorry. So a ghost runner is yeah. basically um, you pace someone for like. 13, 14 miles, and so um, at that time I hadn't qualified for the marathon, but I did the 5K the day before, and um, we were running that race together, and I hopped out the last mile so I could meet them at the finish line, 
and um, that was the year of the Boston Marathon bombing. And um, I don't think anyone, when they go to run a marathon, thinks there's going to be a bombing at the race. Yeah. So um, that was something that I think really shook our running community because we ended up like being drastically impacted by that as a team. And so um, I think those events kind of like shake things up and put things in perspective because you never know like when stuff like that is going to happen. And um, I think that was something really, really difficult for us to go through, and I hope no one has to deal with that, but um, that was one event of many that year that um, were really difficult for me personally, but um, you learn and you have to be stronger through that and like work together as a community. Like, you really rely on other people, so that was one thing that we went through, so. Yeah, they, uh, you know, Air Force, big word is resiliency, mm-hmm. right? Um, the ability to bounce back from things. Yeah. So, with you and your journey, um, with this traumatic experience that you had at the Boston Marathon, and then kind of injuries plaguing you throughout a running career at a few different colleges, um, and then winding up back with the Air Force uh, four years after? No. That was eight years. Eight years after you were at the Academy, Mm -hmm. um, and now as an Airman First Class. What's kept you resilient through all that? How have you been able to keep bouncing back? Yeah, so one big thing throughout college, like I think faith is something that you kind of have to come to yourself sometimes. Like I grew up with an amazing Christian family and my mom and dad, like, you know, were amazing with that. But for me and anyone, I think that you kind of have to come to that yourself to really like understand the value that you hold with it. And, um, you know, leaving the academy, that was something I wanted to do for so, so long. And, um, you know, I take full responsibility for leaving despite really difficult circumstances that went on. Um, I lost my grandma due to a suicide and a couple family members that passed away. And, um, you know, looking back, I was like, oh, maybe I could have been stronger. Like maybe like um, I would have stayed, you know, but I left. And that's something that I have to own and you can't blame other people for your own decisions. But um, throughout college, uh, I was lucky enough to run at two different schools, but um, was definitely plagued with injuries and ended up having to leave school, like leave schools due to lack of scholarships and stuff like that due to those injuries. And um, I think it's hard to stay positive when things are going bad because you're like, okay, like God, why is this happening to me? And you get frustrated because you know people always say like, oh, like God has a plan, and you know He does have a plan, and that's something that it's important to acknowledge that. But in the moment, you just want to like sulk in it, and you're like, this really sucks. And um, you know, coming out of um, college, I ended up working at the Air Force Academy and um, ended up getting a waiver to be able to join the military again. And that was something that I never thought would be humanly possible. And looking back on it, I'm like, okay, in a weird way, yeah, the scholarships and schools n- didn't really work out for running. Great memories there. But if I hadn't had those experiences, maybe I wouldn't have worked at the Academy. And maybe I wouldn't have met those people that, you know, helped me get those waivers. And granted, like, I'm not in a position where I'm an officer. Um, I don't have that role, but I couldn't be like more thankful to be where I am. And that's not saying that hopefully maybe one day I can be, but regardless, like I'm going to continue to make those roles for myself and my job and try to be the best I can for other people and never take like wearing this uniform for granted. Cause that's one thing that I don't know what would have happened if I would have stayed. But, um, I think it's one of those things where God does have a plan. And if you don't go through certain things, you don't learn how to deal with those situations. And um, 
those situations were really difficult throughout college, but um, I don't think I would be where I am today without them. Um, one thing my grandpa always said was, like, bloom where you're planted. So you might be, like, in a field of rocks, but you'll see, like, weeds and flowers, like, grow through them. And it's one of those things where no matter where you are, you can always learn something from where you are. It might not be necessarily where you want to be, but there's a reason for why you're there, whether that's to help you learn something, like to be there for someone else, or to help you realize, like, hey, you can't go through this by yourself. Because I'm very hard-headed sometimes, and I try to do things on my own, and God kind of has a funny way of being like, hey, things are going to start going a little bit bad for you. Not to, like, hurt you, but to make you realize, like, hey, like, I'm here, and I'm going to have to make you see that. And so um, I think the biggest thing is to, like, don't give up on yourself because um, it's easy when things go wrong to constantly define yourself of your failures or what you define as your failures um, because everyone is here for a purpose and everyone has a plan and you know, you're alive for a reason. And so those things where, you know, I think God's like, hey, like, I'm here for you, like, no matter what. Like, I don't know what verse is, but it's like I'm not going to leave you or forsake you and all that stuff, but you have to, like, be willing to let me be there for you. And um, I think that's one thing that has really gotten me through these past few years is that perspective is everything um, because you will look back and be like, damn, like maybe things would have been a lot different. Yeah. But at the same time, like, yeah, maybe things would have been a lot different. I have no idea where I would have been. <laughs> and that might have been a very been a bad worse. thing. Yeah. Exactly. And um, I have so much respect for everyone who went to the Air Force Academy and like all my friends who graduated from there. But, yeah, don't tell them that. <laughs> yeah. But I'm so, so glad to be where I am today. Like, um, you know, I still hope one day to commission, and I think that this experience will help me in that regards, but maybe that will never happen, and that's not in God's plan, and that's totally okay, um, because I know that whatever happens, like, he's gonna make me learn from it and maybe help someone else, and so um, I just want other people to know that, like, hey, like, just because you didn't make it in certain areas of your life doesn't mean you're a failure. Um, just let that, like, strengthen you, and let, like, you know, your actions you know, like, be like, hey, like, God helped me through this. So, you know, he's going to keep helping me through that, whatever it is. And so it's just having that perspective of, like, hey, like, that's not, like, who you are. Like, grow from it and don't let those mistakes define who you are. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think a major thing we tell people with resiliency is to look back exactly. to what you've been through before and how you got through it. Yeah. And, I mean, you were just a testament to that for going through all of these things and all these doors that really said, no, this isn't going to happen, this isn't going to happen, mm -hmm. and you just kept going. Um, so I know it's encouraging to me. I'm proud of you, and I, you know, I think your story is so cool, so hopefully our listeners will also. Um, but yeah, any, any final parting thoughts? I like that bloom where you're planted also. Yeah, that's one of my that. favorite quotes. But another thing you said, too, of like, um, as far as I like, don't look back, you know, my thing is, don't look back just to look back. Like, look back to see, like, how far you've come from it. Mm. Just because the past is the past for a reason. And I'm a firm believer in the past is not, like, defining like, who you are at all unless you're continually making those same decisions. And so um, I think it's awesome to look back and be like, hey, like, you know, you can kind of see where God's, like, played a role in certain things. Yeah. But, like, always, like, look forward. Just kind of, like, in a race. Like, you don't want to keep looking back because you're just basically wasting time at that point because you're not true. trying to go backwards. Yeah. You're trying to get to that finish line. Yeah. And, um... Like, life is like a mile race, you know. It's like just because you're behind the first lap and getting passed by everyone and, like, dead last doesn't mean you're not going to finish strong. So, like, um, just, like, keep, like, positive and, like, hopeful because God's going to, like, put you in amazing positions. It's just 
you know, you got to understand, like, hey, like, be thankful for the hard times and be thankful for the good times because they're all going to teach you something. And so just having that, like, healthy, like, hey, like, God's not leaving me through this. Like, God might be silent and you might not understand certain situations because I've been there, but um, I don't know. Like, there's always something to learn from everything. So you just got to be thankful for them and, like, be thankful every day you wake up. So, wow. yeah. Well, if anyone forgot that Grace was a runner, analogies <laughs> about racing. I know. There you, you go. You're reminded. Um, well, Grace, thank you so much for coming and joining today. Absolutely. Um, really appreciate you and your story. And uh, for those listening, stay tuned for more uh, stories of spiritual fitness and resilience coming to you from the Chap Chat podcast at Joint Base Charleston. If you're interested in getting more involved on base, we started a new service called Fuel, which is currently monthly. Who knows where it's going to go from there? Uh, daily. Just kidding. Um, but stay tuned for more information on that also. And have a great rest of your day.